guys, I'm Griper here, and this is a DC Legends video. In this video, I am going to be joined by Dr. Zabaro. Hi there. All right, so and then this one, we're doing another Riddle Me This. If you're listening to us on the WRL broadcast podcast, special hello to you as well. So, first things first. Dr. Zabaro and I are going to go over our thoughts on Nightmare Campaign. We already did a video going, um, going through this before. Uh, now that it's actually over, we're just going to kind of discuss a few things. The first topic that I would like to get into with regards to it is just the actual usefulness of it. To me, I found that Nightmare Campaign was actually useful in being able to provide content for early to mid-game players in terms of characters that could be used. The, the tunes in Nightmare Campaign were far more difficult, were far harder if you weren't using Black Flash or Superwoman. And so it was able to give me a better gauge. And I did like the content itself overall. Um, Dr. Zabaro, I know you had an issue with the AI itself. So how did you feel about the event overall and how would you want to see it change in the future? I think overall, I mean, I can't complain. Let me just say that because it is at, especially with the addition of the blue rings and the rebirth crystals, which are needed resources at this point. They're, they're, they're really, I, I see it as an imbalance. They, when they initially trickled out the rebirth crystals, I thought it was a good thing that they were doing it slowly and testing it. But now that there's a number of people with RB5 characters, they need to get more of those out so other people can compete at that level. Yeah. Uh, especially those uh, sort of at the mid-game um, that are playing at uh, particularly 70-11, but maybe even folks at 60-10. Yeah. So that they can actually uh, compete with the, the, the environment that's out there. Mm. So... In terms of the AI that you bring up, I was saying I wondered to myself why they neutered Superman, why they neutered Barda, why did they take their powers away? Because if they had those powers, it would be truly a nightmare, you know? True, yeah. And that was the thing. Like, I tried to do, um, I feel as though, like I said before, Superwoman and Black Flash actually made the event easier. Like, I think that the difficulty of this event was the same as the one in the fall except that if you had Superwoman and Black Flash, then they are on a different level. Like this, them being S tier within this context, within the PV, in the PVE context, it just, I mean, S plus 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 tier. Because yeah, we, didn't amount, have them. we didn't have them in the fall. Exactly, that's my point. And if I, I believe like if we had Black Flash, only Black Flash even, or Superwoman, the, like the the ability for Superwoman to help anyone who was even early game to punch up, like for uh, Black Flash came out not last month but the month before in January, correct? And so, uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah, and so I think that if you were an early game player with a L one Black Flash and you just got an L one Superwoman, you could have gotten a re gotten reasonably far in Nightmare Campaign even though you've only been pay playing for like maybe three or four months because they allow you to punch so much higher than your actual weight class. Mm -hmm. So I, th I think that, and 
as I was, and I don't know if you ever saw the video that I did, but the, um, it also made Blease amazing. Like Blease was really, really good in this PVE content because as a taunter, and I'm, if you disagree with anything that we're saying, please comment in this uh, comment below. But in this content, in PVE content, Blees and Superwoman, the way that they stack their men, well, the way Blees stacks men's and the way that um, Superwoman stacks empowered strength ups, that makes them so much more powerful by the end of the match, in the middle and the end of the match, that they're basically just one-shotting anything they touch. Well, Superwoman's basically one-shotting anything she touched, no matter the affinity. And Blees is so tanky and has so much heal that you can't do anything with her as a taunter. So I don't know. I think that I think it helped see the value of some of these uh, tunes. Superwoman's value was going to be high anyway, but I think it helped, helped display the value of some of these tunes and what they could have been for early to mid game players, as opposed to us who are in game and who are basically focused on PVP. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and one complaint I do have is that they please, 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 please let it reset every day. Like, yes. it's only three days. Please give us that reset for every three days. <laughs> it's just three days. I just want the reset. That would be the that would be the right balance that we need, I think. Yeah. In fact, I will, I'll admit that for the first time, um, I've never bought one of those $100 packs, but for the first time, I was considering it. Really? And... If there if if there was more availability availability of resources mm-hmm. from that event where I could actually use the extra gems and invest and help with the extra legendary essence the extra rebirth crystals I may have done it oh. but when I found out that it didn't reset I'm like you know now it's not worth I'm it do it <laughs> not do it. Uh, CWB, you're missing out on money. If you had just made it more. And that's the other thing, too. Like, by giving us more content, you're encouraging those who do spend to spend. And so by not resetting it. So, for example, I was I wasn't considering that, but I was. Well, who knows if I was considering or not, because I was sitting there already the first day like, OK, do I have enough gems to complete Nightmare and then also complete my 30 heroic because I need to get that extra siege energy so that I can get dark side. And I was sitting there trying to do the math. And then once I figured out it didn't reset, I was like, okay, well, I don't need to worry about it now. I mean, fine. I'll do the, I'll do the last node for content for the channel, but if I'm not going to get any resources from it, I'm not going to do this whole thing all over again. So I'm not going to waste the gems. You know, and oh. if they were if they were smart, I know they're not listening to this. WB is yeah. anyhow, but <laughs> if they were, this would be the smart time to do it because everybody yeah. it's tax season and they're going to be getting in all those stimulus checks, right? Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. We're just trying to help base. stimulate the economy. We're trying to help get past this pandemic. So, <laughs> so hey, reset the reset the event daily. In fact, make it a seven day event. Reset it every day. You're you're helping America and you're helping yeah. the world. Um, so the next topic that we're going to get into is actually, uh, centered around raid. We have a raid coming up very soon. And so Dr. Zabaro and I wanted to discuss, and I will be, to be completely fair, Dr. Zabaro is a little bit better at raid compositions and a lot of team compositions and, and synergies, um, overall. 
So basically, especially with the new tunes that were added to the game, we wanted to discuss the the raid raid team compositions that you should be or should be considering or thinking about. So I'll let you lead off with in this raid, who do you think are going to be the MVPs for your team? Obviously, dark side. So hmm. every time, here's what I do for for each raid. So first of all, I wait and see who the five X characters are going to be. Mm-hmm. Then I will say who among those three, usually three, we had four the last raid. Yeah. Among those three, who is going to be the best damage dealer? Because that's what you really need. And for whatever reason, I, I, you know, as I was saying before we started here, mm. you know, that Riddler's in the 5X category. It looks like they're obviously starting to pay attention. WB yeah. is paying attention, but they're not paying close enough attention because what we need in the 5X ca- category is somebody that does at minimum 50,000. That's like minimum 50,000. Yeah. But we, really, 75 would be better mm. on one way through because if you if you if it takes you more than three times more than two or three times to kill the 150 boss or to get the mpv mpv award for that mm-hmm. it's really a waste of your resources it's a waste yeah. of investment if you can't get that yeah. in at least two or three hits yeah so I wait each raid to see who the who the the five Xers are going to be. I don't expect Superman to be that great, or Riddler is is a good support character. I don't expect to get a lot of damage from him, but he'll still be useful because he'll put those agility downs yeah. and the call assist from his third. But yeah. the Dark Side by far is going to be the MVP this raid, and I would also say. Usually, I don't bother with 3X or 2X, but mm-hmm. we can. I think we can make an exception this raid because of just how uh, powerful Superwoman hits and Wonder she's Woman gonna, hits. She's going to be an absolute... Both of them are going to be absolute monsters, especially Superwoman to me. Like the, just because of the way that raid is structured where you're only really fighting one boss and you're going to have so many turns over and over and over again in a 90-second to two-minute span... She's going to be stacking those empower strength ups. She's going to keep and and this was actually in something that I wanted to run by you. As you say, Dark Side might be your or will be your MVP for this one. I was considering a team structured around Atrocitus at lead. Then you have Superwoman, Dark Side, and then run either Jessica Cruz or running Star Sapphire to add intelligent downs so that Dark Side hits harder. Now. Here's the thing. Who would you think is better running at lead? Because with Atrocitus, you do have that added damage that you get from Enraged Tunes. He enrages everybody, and then they only use their A1s, to which Darkseid's A1 hits harder than all of his other abilities. Superwoman's A1 hits way harder than all of her other abilities. But at the same time, you do have Darkseid at lead, and he has a 75% chance of calling assists after each teammate's turn, which means you're getting extra hits that way as well. And if he call assists on himself, that's four hits from his A1. So 
who would you who would you think would be better at lead? Would it be Darkseid or Atrocitus? That's hard to say. And, and here's what here's the only thing that I can really recommend. And what you should do is you take all these theoretical compositions that you have in mind, have them ready to go, and test them, and then screenshot what the damage they do so that you can see what each team does. And then once you figure it out, stick with it for the rest of the raid. You're going to be doing this again and again and again and again, so you're definitely going to have time to test. So just go in with some different compositions and see what does the most damage. And sometimes it's not using all four. And usually it's actually just two or three characters that does the most damage. Oh, really? So sometimes bringing in that extra um, character, they're doing they're out of doing moves that just slow the match down and aren't bringing more. Oh, true. More animations are just yeah. So the key skills actually, and, and why if folks if uh that are listening recognize that there is the tier list that the wrl gang puts out but there's also the um, raid tier list which is separate and different Mm -hmm. the the things that you should recognize by looking at that tier list are the particular skills that the the highest characters have and, and they are there's really just four number one i would say the most important is call assist People, the, the characters that don't have multipliers that can help your team would be like Hippolyta or St. Walker. The reason they help you is because they bring more damage by calling assist those heavy damage dealers, the 5X yeah. characters. Yeah. So I, the, num- the skills are call assist, critical chance up, agility down. Both of those help you give more damage. And then just the stupid OP characters like Arcus and Cyborg. And Cyborg actually works because in a PvP match, he can never get ramped up fast enough. Oh, but but in a raid, he can. But in the context of the raid, he can. That's why Mm. he actually excels there. So if you don't have Arcus, Cyborg is a good alternative. But Arcus, I think, in in terms of not being a multiplier, is the MVP. He usually can get something out of him i remember can't remember which raid it was but the raid that we had that had super girl not superwoman but super girl who just mm-hmm. does piddly damage you know last year sometime yeah yeah and i have her leveled up it was, she was worthless yeah i used arcus and arcus did the job for me because he does some good damage okay I did not realize that about Cyborg. I never even thought, well, here's the thing, and this and this is a, a fault of my own, is that once I've written off that tune as like, you've let me down, I put all these, invest, I've invested all these resources, and, 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 I just completely forget that they exist within the game. So mm-hmm. it never even crossed my mind to try to put Cyborg in there. I might need to relook at all of my rosters just to see, my whole roster just to see if there's anyone else in there that might be more valuable in Raid. And I'm starting to lean towards focusing it on a little bit more shit. It can be very monotonous. And so I tend to just pick one team and then just stick with it and just, you know, go all the way through those days and, until the end. So I, I would say, in my opinion, the best three mm-hmm. characters that you can use every raid that in my experience over the last several raids have been useful are Hippolyta, Owlman and Arcus. Those are, mm-hmm. would be the top three that okay. 
aren't necessarily multipliers, but can bring something to your raid team. I think you're going to get a little bit of a challenge from a superwoman in dark side of this, this month. Well, they're new, so we'll have to see how they, they play out. Yeah. This. But I think that they're going to be, um, and I, and hate me, even said this about superwoman, but I think the same thing. And I think he might've said about dark side, but I would agree that like from this point forward, like the, Superwoman is definitely going to be one of those raid tunes. Like I think from this point on, whether she's a multiplier or not, I'm just going to put her on my raid team because of how the matches go and how much power strength up she's going to have. And then because he can make each of the members of the team call assist for themselves on their terms, I mm-hmm. think Darkseid might be the most valuable lead over Atrocitus. Even though that, and that's the other thing too, Atrocitus though at lead. He when he enrages, your strength multiplies. So that's that's the thing. I think I'm gonna try. I'm gonna definitely try both. Post a video of it, of course. Um, and in fact, wait. No, when does raid start? It starts next week, not this week, right? About a, a little over a week from now, I think. Okay, yeah. So then it'll have to be on the next one. But um, so what I'll do is I'm actually gonna just do both. Try it, see how it goes. But I think Dark Side is actually gonna end up being a very valuable lead, just because. It means that everyone on the team has a 75% chance to call assist, full stop. And actually, one of the things you might want to do is have another one like Hippolyta or St. Walker because, well, not maybe not St. Walker, but maybe Greenlander or Hal Jordan just because maybe you can get a call assist chain going to where you just have multiple call assists being called upon. I don't know if the passive would, would uh, proc that passive. I've seen it happen before with other tunes, and maybe, who knows, have to experiment. I'm going to experiment with it in PvP beforehand, but I could see him being one of those. If you told me right now that his ability was every time on his A1, there's a 75% chance of him calling assist, uh, similar to, well, not similar, but Green Lantern, how Jordan, he has a call assist on his A1. If you say 75% chance for one tune, then you would be happy with that. 75% on all of them. It's amazing. So... I think I do. I, I do see Darkseid and Superwoman being valuable in raids going forward. Mm-hmm. But at the, at the end of the day, like I said earlier, you just have to test this and objectively, yeah. objectively yeah. observe what yeah. is the amount of damage am I getting out the, of this combination? Yeah. And I think Superwoman actually has the potential to play the role of the Red Arcus in raids, essentially. Mm. Yeah. You know, th- yeah, someone that gives OP damage that's not a multiplier that you can use in the yeah. case that you don't have the person a, a good option from the, yeah. the multiplier list. Yeah, I would agree with that. I definitely would agree with that. So I think we're going to call that an episode. So it's good. Thank you, Dr. Zabaro, for joining me today. I keep, and in case you guys are wondering why I keep looking in the corner, it's because his face is right there <laughs> on my screen. So thank Thanks you, Dr. For Zabaro, me. for joining us. Um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please like, please subscribe. If you're listening to it on the podcast, great. Subscribe to the podcast. And then there's a link in the podcast. Click on the link and go to the YouTube video and watch the YouTube video because why not? Do it twice and take notes. Write down all these names. So thank you guys for watching all the way through. Like and subscribe. And see you next time.